0: host and this is a chance to strive i just want to thank everyone for listening i do appreciate the support to anybody that's coming here since the beginning i just want to say i really do appreciate you and anybody that joined along the along the way i appreciate you as well whether that's for my podcast my tiktok instagram whichever one it was whatever process you joined through i just want to say i appreciate the support that i'm being given all right so basically the title of this episode is going to be a diamond in the making But the title post, it might be a little different. I wanted to add something a little bit at the end of it. And as we go throughout the episode, you guys will understand why I may have added something or probably didn't. Okay, so basically we've spoken about happiness a lot. And I did talk about making an episode where I spoke about on how to be happy. But I realized that there's another step in the process that I'm forgetting. And we spoke about the healing process a lot. But we didn't necessarily speak about what happens after. And I think what happens after the healing process is the conversation that needs to be had. Yes, you went through a traumatic experience. Yes, you healed from it. But a lot of us don't necessarily know what that means. What does that look like after? How do you know that you're actually healed? There are multiple times we... There are multiple occasions where I'm pretty sure a lot of us have gone through something or we probably have a certain conversation where, you know, it's like it's a little soft spot. Right. So whenever you have that conversation, you get a little emotional. There are times where we think, oh, we're good on this topic and you start speaking about the topic and you realize maybe this still bothers me. The only reason you know that this still bothers you is because you interacted in a situation where that was brought up and then you got and you were able to look at it again. And you're like, no, I'm not there yet. That's literally the exact same thing that happens in the healing process. Like, yeah, you healed from the, from the, there's a, there's, it's the healing process. Whatever it is, ex, whatever experience or ch- trauma that it is that you went through, you got hurt. and There's a lot of pain. And then now you healed from it. You took that time. You focused on yourself. You did the things that allowed you to better yourself. You sat here and you thought about those things and you accepted everything but then it's like when you go back into the world right and you're getting ready to have this new version of you go through these experiences and you're hoping that the outcome is better that you're able to manage yourself a little better that you're able to maintain that happiness a little better than you did last time you want to go through that experience being able to set boundaries without it being broken but how Does all of that go? And now we're going to go into actually breaking down the episode. Okay, so basically, there's a healing process. And then we pretty much talk about what happens then. You go back into the world, and then this is a healed you. It's not necessarily a new you. There are certain people where they looked at themselves and they looked at the mirror. And during that healing process, they realized that they didn't necessarily like themselves much because of things that happened in their past in the beginning of their life they were a person that they weren't necessarily proud of they really like there's there's certain people in their healing process part of realize part of what they realize is the fact that i'm not necessarily healing from anything it's more about the realization that i'm not me i'm not myself i've became a product of my environment of my experiences The person that I am was just a response to those things. It was never my choice. I never sat here and I said, I wanted to be somebody who gets angry, who snaps. Certain people don't ask. Those aren't things you wanted to be. Like, yes, you can can go deeper into that and say, oh, sometimes it comes from family and everything like that. But those are things people already understand. So those are things I'm not necessarily going to speak on. I'm talking about when somebody has that realization and they're like, This isn't who I wanna be. There's certain people, your healing process is you went through something traumatic and you realized there was a boundary you couldn't set. Now you need to make sure that you can apply that. There's certain people in their healing process, what you're realizing is, is the fact that you were unaware to something. It's having that third eye, and your healing process is having that third eye for whatever that was, whatever that red flag it is that you kept on missing, that you constantly miss. Your healing process is having a third eye, so the next time this pops up, because you know you become very vulnerable to somebody who, um, let's just say somebody who's very narcissistic, it's very hard for you to notice those people. But you know it's a red flag you have to be aware of, because whenever those people get close, because you give too much, they're constantly going to take. And you know that you can't allow yourself to care for that person, because the moment you do, you're going to give your all to them. And there is no giving your all to somebody who's narcissistic. We had an episode on that. That person is just going to keep on taking and you'll drain yourself. So the healing process for a lot of people is very different. Some people may step step out of that healing process. And it generally is a new person. Like you compare the two and it's just shocking. Like there are times you see some of your friends that you knew like back, let's just say in elementary, high school or something like that. And then way later on you meet them and you're like... Nothing about this person is the same. Like, that's still the same person that I know. Well, like, that's still the same face that I know. But the personality and everything like that, it's like the person had a whole 180 and flipped things around. And then there are certain people where it's just like, this was a flaw that I had and I want to get rid of that. So it's still the same me. I want to keep all those same amazing things. But I understand that there's a flaw that I got to get rid of. And this is the thing a lot of people realize, don't realize. After the healing process, you're going to be tested. Like a lot of things, I know it gets complicated and they're very complex. It's not the fact that they're hard to understand, but there's so many little things. The thing you got to realize is you know what a process is, right? And you know if you learn supposed to be learning a lesson. Okay, when do you learn lessons? In school. You learn a lesson. The only way you know you learned that lesson is if you are put in a place where you're having to apply it somewhere i'm not gonna say you have to take a test but you have to apply it in some way type of form whether you're having to physically take a test or whether it's oh you're actually going to do a project on some shit when it comes to life you go through that process and the new you, and you're gonna have new experiences you're gonna come across new people and then those lessons that you learn you have to understand how to be disciplined enough to apply them i've realized the fact that in my person in my own life I've always been put on a pedestal for the fact that I've known so much I've able to I've been able to understand certain things that people that are way older than me are still yet are still incapable of understanding those things so when a lot of people come across me and I have certain conversations with them it's like whoa It wasn't necessarily expected, especially the fact that we're in a society that's becoming more and more superficial by the second. So when you see something real, something of substance, it shocks people. And for so long, I started to believe in that pedestal. I tried my hardest not to become complacent. But when people are constantly putting you on a pedestal and constantly looking at you in a certain light, I'm not saying there's an issue with it because the whole reason why I've been able to be in that situation where that's happened was because I worked my ass off on myself and I dedicated so much to myself. So I didn't necessarily always love being on a pedestal, but because I understood that it would happen in certain situations with certain people based off the relationship that we had and the certain level of access that they had to how much knowledge that I had. And then at a certain point, I realized because it's coming from so many different places and I even watched, um, I watched a video, I was, I remember I was up and I couldn't go to sleep and it was like four o'clock in the morning. Then I was watching a video on people that are narciss on how to deal with people that are narcissistic. And it was pretty much kind of talking about a people pleaser, like what happens when you have a narcissist and a people pleaser. And then we kind of started having that conversation. And then I was like having that conversation. She kind of started having that conversation, the lady I was watching. She was a life coach, I believe. I don't remember her name or I would have said it. Because I think some of the things she talks about would be very helpful to some some of you guys that watch my content. But she pretty much spoke about how a lot of the times you're going to end up being drained and everything like that. And you're going to have to be disciplined enough to apply certain things. And the thing that I've realized for myself is... Oh, and then she also brought up a point about social media, which was even people who don't get hate on social media can be negatively impacted by it. When you're constantly receiving love, at a certain point, because you constantly have that validation, you stop focusing on things that you need to work on. For me, if I had a certain flaw that I noticed, When I didn't have the social media, the constant admiration. Someone telling me they appreciate something about me. This is what you did for me. You're amazing and this. Although I very much appreciate that. Where I went wrong was by not understanding that even love and positivity can be a distraction. And it's weird because it's something you're supposed to always want. And a distraction is supposed to be something bad. So how does the two make sense? But the thing I've realized for me is it allowed me to be complacent. Anytime that I had something that I needed to focus on, I started noticing a flaw within myself. When I came in here and I made content and I look at the comments, people are telling me what I need, mean, things that are amazing about myself. And then because that healing process, the hardest part of it is starting it. Once you start it, even if you get stuck at a certain point, you'll figure it out. But the hardest part is actually starting it, knowing that I'm actually going to go through for this. And for me, the healing process—you don't want to do it because it, those are things you haven't, you didn't, you didn't accept yet. And I had a distraction on not accepting it. Something popped up, and I didn't want to accept it. I wanted a distraction. I went to love and admiration. And when you're getting those type of distractions, it's, it's it lasts a little bit, and then you keep on wanting it and wanting it and wanting it. And with the platform that I have. I could keep on getting it and getting it and getting it. But my point for bringing that up was that was part of my realization in my healing process. Well, after my healing process, I've gone through things and I've healed and everything like that. But then I realized that at a certain point I got complacent. And the healing process isn't something that never, that stops. It either repeats itself or there's a new lesson to be learned. But,, yeah, and then, yeah, like I talked about, you're gonna get tested. um, and then I have a daily on my, I have a daily reminder on my phone, and then it was like success does not come to those who lack discipline, and I wholeheartedly believe in that shit. Like it doesn't matter what it is that I've gone through in my life out in this in the situations where i've I've had a part to play. Like, where, where I'm like, oh, okay, this is traumatic, or this was terrible thing that I went through, and now is the time for me to heal over it. Like, part of the healing process is holding yourself accountable for the parts that you played. And then once you heal, and you learn that lesson, you're like, okay, this is the part that I played, and this is what was within, within my control. And this is how I did it. And with, when you learn that lesson, you now know this is how to apply it. And then for me, it's like, that's where the self-discipline thing, I think, pops up in any healing process. Because you have to apply shit, and unless you're disciplined enough to look over, to look over those things that made it so hard for you to learn that lesson in the first place, whatever pro, whatever healing process you're going through, it will it will amount to nothing. Because it like it's great to know all of this shit, which is the whole reason why I'm not even gonna lie. I've actually even thought about going to therapy recently, and it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, like. It's needed. If I don't go to therapy, my life is over. It was one of those things where I'm like, this is a new process. This is a new process in my life. I know so much. I've, I'm the person where I was on psychologytoday.com psychology and I'm searching things up, learning about things J- just for the point of it. And it's not in, for a class. Like, this is just for fun. Like, that was something that I was, I was generally investing myself into. I know a lot, but I'm not disciplined enough to apply these things. So you guys admire me for one of the main reasons why I feel like I get a lot of love on social media is the idea that I know so much because I can invest a lot of into people, I can pour a lot into other people, but I have to know how to find cup. I'd have to know how to fill my own cup. And me not being disciplined enough, it refrains me from doing that or from being able to do that in the best way possible. Because, yes, I'm trying to heal myself, but when I'm in a situation where I have so many other people that need my help, or I've told myself they need it, my help helps, of course. Like it, it helps the person, it makes their life easier. But I have no situation trying to make somebody's life easier if I can't do that shit for myself. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. And the part where you're gonna drain yourself and you'll do and you'll make any sacrifice for someone while you know you're not good comes from that lack of dis- lack of self discipline. I'm very disciplined when it comes to what I have to do for other people and when I have to be there for other people. I understand how to do it. I am very disciplined. If I'm dating someone and I know that they need to wake up at eight o'clock to make an interview for something they really care about. I will wait. I will start waking up at 615, 645, 715, like just to make sure like I don't have I don't accidentally fall asleep and I'm not able to make sure she's awake. But would I do that for myself? No. It's the idea that you can love yourself. But you won't ever see the extent of how much you can love yourself if you're not disciplined. I know that if I have to focus on myself, I have to push those people away. But if I'm not disciplined enough, it doesn't really fucking matter if I understand that I need to push them away. The moment they knock at my door, I'm opening up my door. It doesn't really do shit for you. But that's the thing that I've realized. I'm a people pleaser. I will try to save no matter... I'll try to say no matter what it does to me. Because I'm not disciplined enough. And... There's been a situation where, and this is the thing about people pleasers that you have to realize where at times it can become a flaw. The idea of pleasing people sounds amazing, and it sounds great. And you'll even justify it by saying most of the times you you're you the only person that ends up getting hurt. So it's okay. You'll put up with it. That's another way you please people. You put up with the pain from situations that you don't allow them to face because you're willing to take make those sacrifices so that person is never even aware that these things are happening or whatever the situation was. But I've been in a situation where I'm a healer at heart. Whenever you're a people pleaser, you're always going to help somebody. If you're someone who's good with emotions at the same time as being a people pleaser. I wanted to heal her, right? And in the process, I lost myself. I wasn't disciplined enough to understand everything that I was I wasn't disciplined enough to understand what I needed. I started doing things to be there for other people. And what you got to realize, which I've mentioned in another podcast, is when you start running yourself dry, you start losing yourself. In the process of trying to heal her, trying to put her together, I lost myself. I became broken. And the thing that you'll realize in these and this healing process about the whole af- the part that happens after. When you are incapable of applying that lesson, it means nothing. If you know it or you know how to spot it. Because how often are people in situations that they know aren't good for them but they stay? The realization portion is only the first step to accept it, and to be disciplined enough to know that you got to step out of that situation is a whole different ballgame. And because I didn't understand that, because I started to lose myself, I started to become a person that I didn't want her to be. I invested that time and that work into myself to become this amazing individual. I wanted to feel like I was deserving of being on that pedestal that I've been put on by people in my life. But then as I started to lose myself, I became that person that wasn't deserving of that. In other words, in a way it was almost as if the broken version of me was a fraud in terms of the love that I was receiving. Because that version of me didn't deserve that. I'm not saying I didn't deserve love. I'm I'm never gonna put that in people's heads. But whatever comes my way, I wanna make sure that I deserve it. And it's not half-assed or anything like that. I understood that the love and admiration that I was giving, that, I was, that was being given to me, would have been different if those people understood what the broken version of me was doing. Because I didn't know that lesson or anything like that and shit. In the process, that when I was broken, I was trying to heal her. But when you're losing yourself and everything like that, the things that you didn't think you would ever do, no matter, like, I didn't think I would ever hurt this person, right? At all. Like, that version of me where I worked on myself and I was ready, I was happy, and I took those proper steps to make sure I gave her everything. And then at a certain point when I became that version of me that was broken, that person that I said that I would never hurt in certain ways, I found myself hurting them. So it's as if that all became for nothing or it seemed as if me saying I love you or me saying I care, is like, how's any of that shit real? It doesn't make sense. And honestly, it doesn't because the version of you that hurt them isn't the same version of you that said I love you. It's not the same version of you that promised them that you would always be there for them and you'd always be their safe space. You become a new person, not the person they fell in love with, the person you once were in other words, you started taking steps backwards. That's what happens when you don't understand how to apply these lessons. And I'm saying, I know I talk about the whole people pleasing thing, but it's more about, but the reason I bring it up isn't because it's, the discipline part is something only people pleasers need to learn. It's the moment you say people pleaser, people understand the idea of boundaries not being set. That's what I mean. It's not that all, uh, if you're a people pleaser, you're like, yes, you're gonna need to learn that, but it's not just someone who's a people pleaser. Overall, we all please people. When you care about somebody, you wanna please them. You're tired. Your partner's tired. You guys are both hungry. Neither one of you guys wants to get up. But eventually, one of you guys is going to do it for the other person. I mean, yeah, of course it hopefully switches and shit and it's 50-50 and it's not one person the whole entire time or whatever dynamic y'all have as long as it works it works but at the end of the day part of the reason why that person chose to i'm tired and get over that little hump was because they wanted to make sure that you got what you needed as well it wasn't just like they were going and they were going to get theirs and they were going to be smooth grabbing stuff for you and them means it was going to take longer they had to stay in there a little longer but i want to please you so i'm going to do that we all do that we all push our boundaries to the side for people so the idea that we don't set boundaries is the reason and a lot of people whenever you go through something and there's a lot that you can be accountable for self-discipline will always pop up because it means you didn't do what you should have done and but yeah when I became broken I hurt that person that I loved and, and I've always spoken so much about the reason why it's very important that you love yourself first. And that's the reason why. It's like you can't expect to be in a state where you're allowing situations to be sabotaged or you're con- unconsciously sabotaging situations for yourself and then expect to be love somebody unconditionally. The thought process of a broken person is very broken. Things aren't going to make sense. When you become broken, it's either one of two things or it's both. There either becomes a lot of anger, or there's the part where it's pain and it's you look at yourself like the victim. Or you can be the, or you can feel victimized, and you're so angry from the fact that you're victimized. And eventually, you have to realize those things have to get figured out. And that's the whole reason why that process, that thought process of a broken person, becomes very broken. It's hard to think through things when you're angry, and make that when you're angry, you want to make that person feel whatever it is that you felt that led you to feeling this angry. So what I'm trying to say is in your healing process, when you don't figure it out, when you don't learn that lesson, you're going to find there's going to be frustration because, you know, you went through this whole healing process to make sure that this didn't happen again. And then life throws that test at you to apply this lesson. You fail again and, you know, you're going to have to start over. You're going to be frustrated. You don't you went through this process because you didn't want to feel that pain and now you find yourself going through that same shit again. You'd be tight, and I get it. Like, I completely understand why you'd be very much pissed off. I would be pissed off, too. We all would be. But when you're frustrated about things, it's not a very happy fucking feeling. You become very mad. When you're frustrated at half the time, it means you're no longer able to be patient for a situation. And knowing the fact that your patience ran out in the first place is another reason to be mad. On top of whatever the situation was making you feel already. But yeah, that anger that you have, that frustration, that complex, those complicated thought processes, it keeps you from seeing certain things, from being able to acknowledge certain things about people. You'll say people that you very much fell in love with, you start missing, you start over, yeah, that's the word I want to use, you start overlooking the reasons why you fell in love with certain people, the reason why you fell in love with yourself, so in a way, at times, you don't think about the hurt that you're causing people. Because you become someone that's very much, when you, when you victimize yourself, you're only focused on you. You're hurt, and your hurt is the only hurt that matters. If how you choose to react to your hurt hurts somebody, it's not like it doesn't matter to you, but you don't think about that. That's a two-level thought process. This is how I'm going to react. And when you're somebody who's in pain and you're hurt, you're angry, you don't react in the nicest way. And then the part where you have to also think about how your your actions of reacting to your situation is going to affect somebody else. But you don't do that shit. Why? Because that anger, that frustration and everything like that is a mental block. You don't sit here and try to think about somebody else's feelings. That was the you that was healed, that was capable of doing that. But the broken version of you, the version of you that needs to go back and relearn that lesson so that you can make sure you applied it, isn't capable of doing that. That's what you work towards, but you're taking steps backwards. That same mental block that was there the first time comes back. But yeah, those flaws that you worked your ass off to fucking get over, they start to show. There's anger. And when you think about it, you can't expect to move on when you're taking the past with you. That shit is just very fucking backwards. I can't expect to be able to apply a lesson that I learned as I was healing. But then parts of me is still very angry at whatever person caused it. And I didn't leave that anger in the past. How can I expect to ever... Move away from that Anytime I'm faced with those situations My anger is going to show That anger that I've suppressed That I don't think about 24-7 So I think it's not an issue Whenever it does become an issue well, whenever the situation pops up And it could be an issue It will be an issue Because you didn't tame that anger You didn't accept it For what it was And then allowed it to go And then you didn't let it go And because of that It's always going to get brought up. And then not being able to apply that lesson you means, like I said, means you're going to have to heal again. Which, of course, if you realize you got to heal over something, it means you are going to get hurt in that situation where you realized it. Anytime you fail a test, you're going to have to take it over and over again until you can retain and apply the knowledge that you gained through those experiences. By retaining and applying these lessons, we make the best out of situations that was thrown at us to break us. And there's a different level of pride you find in that shit when you do that. Like imagine the idea that somebody throws everything they got at you to hurt you, to break you, and you go through all of these experiences. But instead, these same things that were supposed to hurt you and break you they're those same things that makes you the person that you are later in the future. There's a lot of pride when you turn pain into motivation. When you turn pain into reasons why you're going to be better. Why are you going to be a different person? And in that pain, you don't hold any anger against anybody. Because if you use that to fuel you in a positive direction, you become grateful for those experiences because they are pushing you, and in a weird way, you forgive those you you appreciate those people, whether or not what they're accountable for is very fucked up, you forgive them, because in a way, you know that as fucked up as this was, I'm here now because of it, so maybe it was needed. Some people are going to be around for a season. And their purpose at times is to show you a lesson. And at times, some people are around for you to fight for after you've became a new version of yourself. What I mean by that is, at times, there are people you're going to come across. And they will come across you in a time where you're not ready to accept them. But... The only way that you would have known that you weren't ready to accept them was for you to get them and realize that there were things you need to do differently. And once you realize that, if that person is forgiving enough, understanding enough to say that you're still going to have this option to have me later down, to have me in your life later down the line, you fight for somebody like that. Somebody that you hurt and is willing to look past that hurt because of how much you mean to them and how much they're capable of understanding why you did what you did is somebody you very much appreciate and make sure you never take advantage of that type of person either. Because if that person looks at you in that light, the level of love they have for you is crazy, which means the level of hurt you caused was even 10 times worse because of that betrayal factor of being stabbed behind your, like being stabbed in your back while you're expecting that person to be your safe place. You have to understand the type of effect that has on somebody. Knowing the fact that the place where they felt the safest is the place that hurt them the worst. It's a very strong mind fuck for someone to overcome. And if they're willing to get over that hump. And are, and are willing to heal with you <laughs> That's a different level of love That you're not going to find In a lot of fucking places But yeah I'm going to always keep on saying this shit Things are not always going to be great But the lens That you choose to look at this world Through can be Now let's have a quick little summary Of the episode Because I think it's important Since we did a 31 minute episode But overall, I'm going to summarize everything. And what I really want people to get out of it is. You're going to go through life. You're going to go through things. You're going to get hurt. What I've realized is no matter how much somebody loves you, it's impossible for that person to promise you that they'll never hurt you. Because at times that hurt is needed. And this isn't me making excuses for it. This is me telling you that life happens. And intentions don't always line up to how someone is being affected. So when that person promises you that they'll never hurt you, what they're promising you is their intent. They're giving you their word that they will never do anything that they think will hurt you. But we're people and we make mistakes. I'm going to do something that I think might make you happy, but maybe there's something that I don't know. Maybe there's a lesson that I needed to learn that I didn't learn yet so I wasn't aware of certain things and I took those actions and you ended up getting hurt. Is it that I broke that promise so I don't love you no more? It's not that, but it's just the fact that it happens. In other words, you have to be very cautious if you hurt. It will come in a lot of different places and a lot of different manners. And you have to be able to spot it to know that you need to heal over it. The thing about hiding shit or like keeping things pushed underneath a rug is at times we don't know what's in there because you don't ever check. Some things just slip and some things we intentionally put them there. There are things that affect us that we are not aware of. And you have to heal over those things. And no matter who you are, whether you're a people pleaser or whether you're someone who is capable of saying no to everyone that you ever want to say no to. You're going to have to be self-disciplined to apply these lessons, to set these boundaries. And that self-discipline at times means it has nothing to do with anybody else. So it's not about saying no to someone else. It's about saying no to yourself. I wanna go out and I wanna get fucked up at two o'clock and I wanna come back home at two, 2 three o'clock in the morning, but I'ma tell myself, no. It's not about me saying no to my friends. It's about me saying no to myself. I'm not going to allow myself to do that because I know the next day I have some shit to do. That's when the lessons become worth it. When you're able to apply them and you make decisions that allow you to keep bettering yourself. That's why it never stops. You learn a lesson, you apply it, it makes you, it makes you better. You get to a point where you realize some shit, there's some other shit you need to learn and then you do that again. It's always gonna repeat. But the thing is, you're not gonna progress anywhere until you can apply those lessons. You don't wanna take steps backwards. You wanted to move from the past because you didn't, like, you didn't like it. Because you wanted something better. Whenever you take steps backwards, you're revisiting your past by becoming that same past you wanted to walk away from or heal from. Learn the lesson, apply it. And until you can apply it, no matter how much you know, and that means a lot coming out of me. Someone who's found so much pride in knowing so much for so long. I'm at a stage where this is step, like, this is the very beginning again. I learned so much. That was a great process. And there's more that I'm still gonna learn. But I gotta start learning how to apply all these things. So, in other words, make it worth it. I need to do that shit. We all need to do that shit. Learn and be great. I love you guys. And I want you guys to have an amazing day. Enjoy yourself. Be amazing. Be beautiful. And all that plus some more. I told y'all I was going to keep doing this. Yeah.